What's up, family? Welcome back to another episode of Better Minds Interrupting. I am your host, Lovely T, also known as Trini. I'm your spiritual personal trainer, and I'm here with Maria Hay, also known as Brown Girl Interrupting. How are you today, this evening? Hey, Lovely T. I am fabulous. I'm going to have to say one thing, though. It's Maria Cosme. <laughs> we, we, we don't use the hey, we use cosmic. <laughs> we just cosmic. It is cosmic, cosmic. I like Thank you. How you doing today, Trini? How's I'm doing fine. Going? I'm trying to adjust my sound because it sounds kind of low, but I'm doing fine. I had a very busy week. Um, still busy as always, and gotta give y'all content. So. What's up with this topic today? Mm, I'm curious because it's about lying, huh? It is, isn't okay. it? Hmm. So, why, why are you lying? Mm. Do we know why? Is there a reason? Is there uh, a real scientific reason why we're lying? Is there really only one reason, though? I feel like there's got to be a slew of reasons. Because when I think about the lies that I got, I'm like, well, there's this one reason, and there's this reason, and there's this reason. Like, there's a lot of reasons we lie. Because there's small lies sometimes. We lie to ourselves sometimes. We lie to others sometimes. Like, there's different ways we lie. We lie in omission. So... So I know you're going to break it down for us more, but I'm just saying, like, right away, I went to all these places in my head of lies. and Right. So let's, let's dig deep into those places you went into your head. So just the word lie. Do you like it? Do I like the word lie? Mm-hmm. So here's the thing, if I were to dissect it, when you lie, it's like you're laying down, right? Like, so you're laying something down and it's almost like you've given up. So you're lying because you gave up something. Okay, so I have another question too. Could lying be a good thing? Is all lies bad? Could, could, is there some type of way that there are good lies. We're not talking about white lies. I don't know. So I think lying is on a continuum though, right? So I don't think it's like a black and white, good lie, bad lie. I think it's like, where in this continuum of a lie are you and what's your reason for lying, right? So it's not necessarily good or bad to me. It's like the reasoning behind it puts you in a different place on this continuum. Right, right. Okay, so it's either or. It can be good or bad. White lies, small lies, big lies. Depends okay. on the situation. Because some lies, some lies save lives. Mm. True. <laughs> I'm just okay. I'm just okay. saying. You know? That's true. That's, That's why true. I was like, is it really bad? But it is. 
Well, so that's, that goes bad. with the reason though, right? Doesn't it? So some lies save lives because the reason is a positive reason. So you're on this continuum, like you're in the, the better space of it, right? Right, right, right. So another question would be, when do you recognize the lie? Do you recognize it in the beginning? Do you recognize it when it's been continuing and you can't get out of it? Do you, or do you not recognize it? Do people not know when they lie? Do people become so comfortable with their lie that they believe their lie is the truth and then they don't know that they're lying because they've like embedded themselves in this lie, like it's the truth? So it's, it, it isn't a lie in their mind. It's possible. Well, there's some science behind lying. And y'all know I'm going to give it to you. You know I'm going to give it to you, but we're going we're gonna to play around with this a little bit. So white lies exaggeration bold-faced lies half truth lies by omission bluffs there are a multitude ways to intentionally deceive someone and the human race seem seems to be inventing new lies daily can you agree mm -hmm. with that mm -hmm. are we inventing new lies on a daily daily basis uh yeah <laughs> for sure. For sure. For sure. In many ways. Although most of us lie daily, our lies differ in complexity. And the intentions of fibs vary as do the state getting caught. But is it possible to detect deception with 100% certainty? Do our bodies all respond in a sur-biological fashion when we stray from the truth? Do our bodies, so like if I'm lying, is my body reacting? Or if you're lying to me, I my body's reacting to your lie? Both. But thinking about ourselves, if we're lying, does what does what what does lying do? I'm sure you lied before. When you did, when you when you lied, how did that make you feel? And for how long? And did you keep it up? Or could you keep it up? Hmm. So some, yes. Yes, some lies I could keep up for a while. Um, how did it make me feel? I think it depends on the lie, right? It's contextual. It depends on the context and like what's happening, who I was lying to. Was I lying to myself? Was I lying to someone else? What was the purpose of the lie? Like it's a lot of reasons, a lot of things, right? That go into it. I like that. Was I lying to myself? Does that, is that when the lie begins? Cause you started lying to yourself first. Or, well, it could, right? But then couldn't you lie, not because you're lying to yourself, but you're trying to protect yourself. So the lie mm. is a protection from something else. Mm, it depends. It's like, so, so lies, as you may know by now, is not, it's complicated. 
Yeah. It's complicated. <laughs> it's a complicated thing, folks. It's complicated, okay? But on what level? Okay. So. But okay, so come back to though, you said, do our bodies react? So even though it's complicated, there's some simplicity in the reaction is what I'm getting, I feel like, from you. This vibe, right? So there's. Of course. There's of course. the body reaction. How does the body know? when you're lying okay so unless you believe you're telling the truth which is impossible because you started the lie in the first place but there's something behind that too i'm gonna get to that one thing that you do know uh, uh action you feel is uneasiness Unless you're a compulsive liar. Because I don't think they feel uneasy when they lie. Pathological liars. I don't think they feel uneasy when they lie. Mm. Um, liars with um, hidden agendas, ulterior motives. I don't think they're uneasy when they lie. But there is still one thing that we all share when we lie. And that is stress. Mm. Stress. That's why it's the number one killer. Stress pops up every day where we get the hell out of here. I think every <laughs> conversation we have comes back to stress in some way, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why? Well, telling a lie can be a stressful experience, especially when the consequences of getting caught are high. Our body actually reacts to the emotional stress and anxiety of telling a lie in the same way it does when experiencing any environmental stressor or threat. For example, your fight or flight might get triggered. Now, why would that get triggered? I think that's a protection thing, right? That's a protection thing. That's so when you, when if you we to protect. They embrace their lies from Palmer Studios. Yes. That is one way that they won't feel uneasy. They, they embrace it. I guess that's another way of saying um, mm. uh, what is it? What I'm trying to say is another way of saying they believe their lies. They embrace they believe, their lies. So, so this is what Josh says right now. Do pathological liars begin to believe their lies if they repeat it like affirmations? Yeah, <laughs> I think I wonder, right? Like, and and yeah, because they don't liars. Yes, they convince themselves of the lie. It's almost like they have to wake up. Yeah, yeah. So schoolboys right. say, if I lie, it's because I am worried about not getting what I want. It's a fear of rejection. Yeah, yes. yes. So that's boy. what I'm saying, schoolboy. Like that's the connection between. To me, it's a protection thing, right? A fear of rejection comes with now I got to protect myself, so I got to lie in order to because I'm worried about I'm not getting what I want. And right, if I lie, right. then I'll get what I want. Right, right. Agreed. Agreed. I love it. 
Okay, so let's go back to the fight or flight. What's, What's up, Tennessee? Tennessee is in the chat. Good evening, queens in the panel and kings and queens in the chat. Salute to you all. Salute, Mr. Jones. Salute, Thanks for Mr. pulling Jones. Okay, so let's go back to the fight or flight. Lion activates a defense mechanism in your nervous system. Fear, you said the fear of rejection, having mm -hmm. that protection. So your nervous system activated a threat sensor pretty much, right? right. Off of a lie. Your yes. nervous system activated a threat defense that you, you're lying. That's what it did for you, not the other person, for you. Okay, so wait break down the nervous system's reaction to this. So what is my what is my nervous system doing that, that as it detects this? It's just sending you that sensor threat. You're not like, think of your nervous system as a computer. I'm gonna, mm -hmm. I'm gonna make it real simple. Think of it as a, a computer, okay. a program. Mm -hmm. And when you hit enter, on whatever you're doing, it takes you to what it needs to go to. So that lie, hit and enter, it takes it to that nervous system that's causing it to feel like there's a threat. Also, that goes into your upbringing, your childhood, your experiences, your trauma. Because all lies do is trigger things. Mm. So your brain is triggering, your nervous system is triggering your brain to feel like you're either being threat, that's why you gotta lie, or there's a threatening aspect to this situation, which you have to lie. Mm. Okay, it depends on depends. what rejection you are fearing. Okay, that's a good point. Okay, I can give right. that. Trying to influence the outcome, a terrible trait in adults. I agree. When you mm -hmm. try to influence or control the narrative, I think that kind of makes it worse. Because well, that also is about fear. Because you want to control the outcome. That's, that's fair. So, and then you're lying to yourself, one, to think when you can control it. And you're lying to yourself to not accept the reality of whatever it is. Because if you want to control it, that means that you're trying to change the reality of what it is. That's true. That is true. You're trying to so, change it. And I want to come back to this whole nervous system thing. Because I think this to me, like the connection I'm making is so when my, my computer gets the enter and I get the information, that's why my palms get sweaty. That's why my eyes start moving, right? So that's the physical response. So there's yes. like a fight and flight that's happening internally and mentally, but like the physical response is your body when you lie and you do feel different, right? You feel and, different. And that's how other people can detect you're lying because you behave different. You, when you behave feel different. different. Yep. You, you, your nervous system appear on the outside of you. Mm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It came out in your aura. It shows. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So 
going back to the nervous system, it released neurotransmitters, which is pretty much what I'm just about to what I simply explained with the computer, such as adrenaline and other chemicals, which act as chemical messengers certain with certain areas of your body to action, which is what we just described. Mm -hmm. The sweaty palm, which you just said, that's the action. You feel a surge of energy and a range of changes takes place. That energy could be your pupils dilating, your sweat glands opening, mm -hmm. your heart rate and breathing accelerate, and your blood vessels constrict in some parts of your body while simultaneously dilating in others like muscle tissue so you might can swell up just from lying when mm. jaw logic and friend says that's f and d we have to accept we don't control nothing but our own actions if you even have that if you have that discipline right like yeah that's for yeah. sure right yeah, and, and, but it, and, and that's a good point, Jack, because it takes discipline. It takes discipline. And within that discipline, you need to what? Learn and know yourself. You have to become self-aware of you. And if you know yourself, you're not going to lie to yourself because you know it doesn't benefit you to lie to yourself. Because you, you get stuck in a trap, in a cycle then of trying to control things, of trying to believe something that's not reality, right? So school boy, right. big facts gotta accept reality in order to address it. Exactly, schoolboy, right? Like yes. you got to. Yes. Unless you're a loon, then you can lie with no effect. Like, oh no, that's for sure, right? And there's so, some out there. Schoolboy tune into our episode on narcissism. Any of those? Run. I mean, like, let's go back to our conversation on narcissists, right? That would be exactly that. That right? would be the narcissist, yes. That lie, would be it. La 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 la. Right. And they believe their lies, right? That's true. Kennedy said, I know when a MF lying to me, they sweat, can't focus, start getting mad, and start blaming you, etc. It's a whole list. That's true. Yes. That's, That's true. that gaslighting. Gaslighting. That is true. So What about this um, detecting lies? You said something about when it's detected. When when it's detected, like something when you I can said. But it. We can come back to it. Are you saying so? When I detect someone else's lying, is that what we're talking about? Something you said previously along that rate. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, but well, I, before I we'll dive in, back. before I dive in, what do you notice when someone lies? Can you notice when someone lies to you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Would you notice? So, so I, I'm I'm fine tuning this process a little bit more because I'm learning and paying more attention to the people around me. And I think what happens is a change in tone right sometimes it's that their tone goes from uh like light and easy to like reserved and limited 
right? Like their words are limited. Sometimes you know someone's lying to you because of that or their body language shifts, right? Like, so like they become more stiff. They're not as comfortable. You can tell their bodies are like more like reserved and like they're kind of like, they're, they're real aware of themselves because I feel like they're focused on this lie that they're telling, right? Right. Um, and so, and I'm going to be totally honest that I have been around people who have lied a lot to me lately. And I think like what I didn't realize was that it was lying. What I thought was just, there's a shift in the aura and the energy. And I read that, but I didn't know that it was because of lying. I just knew it was a change. And now as I'm looking back in hindsight, I'm like, oh, they were lying. Like, yeah. that's it. They were lying. Like, yeah. like, that's when your trust was up. When your trust is up, you don't see no lies or anything. No, no. You know? I think it, that goes back to schoolboy's comment, right? Like, you, you believe what you want to believe. There you go. That is so true. So before I get into the science of detecting lies, I would like for y'all to check out this commercial. So good kitchen. Welcome. Talking too many details are in third party. That's a good example too. It is. Let's it check is out what, what what lovely tea has going on. Check. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
welcome back. Okay, so let me tell y'all a little bit more of what y'all saw. So the Yomi program is basically about in tuning your chakras. You got seven chakras inside of your body. So what I do is I make you become balanced within your chakras, starting with the root. And it's, a up, it's uplifting. It's for men and women. You will feel like you will feel great. Um, the products that I use, the products that I use is for to brighten up your aura. The candles, all of these products are handmade. The candles that I use, and I use all natural ingredients, um, no alcohol, no none of that stuff. But for the candle that I make, there's a crystal inside of it. So you have to let it burn out to get the crystal. It comes with a, you can put it as a necklace. I mean, I said necklace. Necklace or bracelet, okay? And, but you got to wait until the candle melt out to get it. Also, the soaps, they're made with real flowers, real essential oils. And that's all I'm going to give you. So, check it out. Okay. And they Mario. come packaged, and they come packaged, like, beautifully. <laughs> Y'all, wash your ass, get a crystal. That's right. Be balanced. <laughs> yes, yes. That's a good balance right there. <laughs> All right, so where yes. are we going with this lion? Yes. You said you wanted to ask me something. Oh well, so I I I was um, well, you you just explained a lot about your Yomi, but I'm wondering though, are you doing some new stuff? Like, are you on some different platforms talking about Yomi that you want to share that people can go and see some more of the work and the things that you're posting? Because I've been seeing you putting a lot of stuff in a lot of different places. I'm all over the place, y'all. Um. What I do, what I would love for you to do is go to yomi.trini, which is on YouTube. The link will provide in at the bottom. Um, and it's based on this program, what I'm showing you, what I'm teaching you. The, the main purpose of it is so that you can go through life at ease. Period. It's very high on success rate. I have good testimonies. Y'all have a live one right here next to me. I am that so way. grateful. I wouldn't, <laughs> I would not, I would not be where I am in my understanding of self and in my ability to be at peace. And, you know, when it comes to not lying to myself anymore, right? If I I hadn't met Trini and learned so much about my aura and I have the candles, I got, I had the soaps. I, well, candles are all burnt out now because I used them all and the soaps are all finished, but I, I used them all. And yeah, I feel like I'm glowing. I feel like my aura, my aura is glow. Now it's not no magic potion. Y'all know y'all got to do some mental stuff. I, I show you meditations. I teach you affirmations. There's a lot of things that go with healing yourself. Yeah. So you can stop lying to yourself. <laughs> well, and, and, it's all about growth. We're getting older. We ain't got time for games. We we what we gotta worry about now is this vehicle we we hold. We gotta keep the maintenance up on here. And that means inside too, not just the physical part, the mental as well. 
Oh, and it starts with the inside. Let's be honest, right? Like, because if your inside ain't right, then your outside don't even matter because it's the inside that is at peace. And that's the goal. And yes, the goal is being at peace. So how, how do we learn about lying to move ourselves towards inner peace? What else do we need to understand to help us to make sense of all this? Okay, so let's go to before the break detecting the lies Hmm. for many years now the polygraph has been the instrument of choice to pick up on these changes and detect lies however the major flaws in these machines is not that all people experience anxiety from lying in some sort of way because liars can pass polygraphs because they know how to control that emotion and action and do some liars i wonder like when you become and not just pathological but when you get so good at a lie i wonder if it almost is like this adrenaline that comes in because you're like oh yeah i lied again and she didn't know i lied again he didn't know right like it's like you your ego yes i would say your ego I would say the adrenaline. I would say just the 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 passion of the lie. I give you an example. Um, let's say um, someone in the relationship, other person cheated with whoever. Whoever knows. However, it's interesting right to them too because they both get to lie to one person because it's a game now Mm. but it becomes it no longer becomes a game when it's known it's not interesting anymore when i it's like the challenge of it I guess so. Yeah, I guess the challenge of it is what makes what it's you said. Enticing. You... It's enticing, right? It's like, can I get away with this? Because if I can get away with this, then I must have some kind of power, right? It's like that's like what you said. It's the adrenaline. It's the adre- adrenaline of it. Yeah. Think about the politicians. Can you imagine the adrenaline they get? Not saying that they all lie, but some do. Think about government. Some do. Think about government. Some do. For sure. Think about the higher people, schools, whatever you want to name it. Well, okay, even start with a little kid, right? When a kid lies to their parent, the parent believes the lie. I mean, it starts there, right? Because it's like, oh, okay, like. I got away with it, right? Like there's there's a little bit of like ego that starts brewing inside you. Be like, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try this again because I, I like that I got away with it, right? It 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 is. It's your ego and that control of something and someone else through what you have said and created. Right. Right. Agreed. So, in particularly. Those who have psychopathy and antisocial personality disorders, or those who are just not 
good controlled liars tend not to experience anxiety when deceiving as well as individuals who experience high level anxiety brought on by a variety of triggers such as the stress of being questioned and the fear of being disbelieved can create inaccurate spikes in a polygraph but not just a polygraph in the other person too so if like if not the polygraph if the mm -hmm. polygraph was a person it would do that for that person too it, it's the nerves right so mm -hmm. the the worse of a liar you are the more nervous you are is that pretty much what you just said like is that it say that again is it is it that like the worse of a liar you are like if you're not good at lying the more nervous you are that's the whole polygraph thing right because you're not a good liar to begin with so you're not going to pass that polygraph test wow there you go that is you hit it on the nose and okay. y'all said have you ever heard of people getting nervous from telling the truth have you it depends mm -hmm. on what that truth is yeah in the fear of not being believed yeah yes yes think Definitely. about it. um like everybody say this is uh, this is a known thing that we say if you keep lying eventually no one will believe you so when you tell the truth you might have the anxiety of damn nobody not gonna believe me you might be nervous for trying to tell the truth because you don't you that person may have lied so much, no one's going to believe them. So, yeah, they get nervous. And that truth might be hurtful to the other person, which could also get them nervous. You know, again, or not being able to control the outcome is what get them nervous. If they could control the outcome, they wouldn't be nervous, whether they tell them the truth or lying. But are you also sometimes nervous from telling the truth because it it's again goes back to protecting yourself, right? So the reason you're lying is to protect yourself. So if you're nervous about telling the truth, it's because when you tell the truth, you're being vulnerable. You're being like raw, you're open and 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 someone can hurt you, right? And so right. of not being believed can be a hurtful thing, right? Like I think right, that's what right. God's trying to get it, right? Right. You're right. Yeah. I see you thinking. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I see you thinking. No, and it wasn't even a question for you. I think for me, I was like, you know, when we were talking about this, I was like, I don't think I'm a good liar. Like, I, I don't think I it's something... That. I'm not good at it because I don't like to do it, right? Like, so the only person I'm probably a really good liar to is myself. I've been. That's it. I've been to myself, but I don't lie to others. Like, I'm just one of those people, like, I'm going to tell you what I really feel. Because to me, there's no benefit to lying to you about something. Right. Unless if I'm lying to protect myself from harm. Right. Right. That's true. That's why I said, are all lies bad? Could there be any good lies? Because lies can protect you. It can save lies. It can be, it depends. Josh said, also, you rather hurt yourself than others. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's, that's true. true. 
So what about you? What about you, Trini? I know we got Kennedy's got to comment here. Sometimes you can can't tell the truth in anger. Pick a time when telling the truth and just expect a certain outcome. And if you can handle the outcome, yes, you do have to prepare yourself for the outcome. That's right. right. You have to to be ready for the good or the bad. Yeah. And that requires like a little bit of like centering and grounding. I've realized, like, I will say, I'll speak for myself, for me. Like I realized that like that truth is not something everybody is ready to accept. So when you tell the truth, you have to be willing to be like, I'm going to tell the truth because it's for me. It's not about the other person. It's for me because I'd rather not hurt myself than hurt somebody else, right? Like, I don't want to hurt myself. And if it hurts them, well, then it hurts them. But it's, I'm, I'm putting myself first. Right. And you're supposed to. But we don't always think do it's a good lie. No good yeah, lie. I see. So I see. Even if it saved your life, it's not we a good got lie. Brandy. Thank you, Brandy. No such thing as a good lie. That's <laughs> for sure. So, Trini, let me ask you, though. You said you're not a good liar. What do you think it is for you? For me, I'm not a good liar because um, I don't like to hold negative stuff in. If, if I'm lying about something, it can't be good. Whether it hurts the person or not, I'll try to find the most kindest way to say it. But also, that's me being open. I can't be open if I hold secrets. I can't be open if I'm being uh, secretive about stuff. If I'm even lying to the person, whoever I'm dealing with, it don't have to be relationship, it could be coworker, it could be friend, children, mm-hmm. parents, but I've never, I, I'm not good at lying. I'm telling you what happened when I try to lie. Nothing. Cause I'm just going, you know what? I can't deal with it. I'm gonna tell you, I'm not a good liar. I just, I've never been a person to hold secrets hmm. yeah so good kitchen says lying to yourself will kill you it will kill you right you lie to yourself you're lying to everyone and i just feel like if 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 i'm open or if i tell the truth about stuff no one can be like hmm you lie you did this. You said this. Oh, yeah, I did. Okay. We're going to break that down. Because I'm going to tell you the day. I'm going to say what you said. I'm going to say what I said. I'll break it down. And because I think like that, I can't, I can't lie. It's going to come out. So you don't lie because you're accountable to yourself. Right. I hold myself accountable. That's good. But I, but I think it's important to recognize that, right? Like what it is that that makes us do the things we do. That's the self-awareness piece though, right? And then and I you just know feel what, bad. I don't like that feeling. Feeling bad is not good on me. You know what? what's coming up for me too? Like I think that so much of this idea of like when people lie and when people choose to lie has to do with safety. 
I think about that all the time because I think like safety and trust is like the biggest, most important thing in any relationship. So when I say relationship, non like it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, a romantic relationship. It's any dynamic or relationship. If you don't have safety and trust, then you will revert to lying. Yeah, because that's true. Because you're not safe enough to tell the truth sometimes, like whether it's like a friend who, you know, they, they put on something and they're like, how do I look? And you're like, well, well, right. Like, do I feel safe enough to tell my girlfriend that that outfit is not the right outfit for you? I do feel safe enough. You know why? Because my friend going to know, I'm not going to lie to her if she wearing something ugly. I'm not going to set her up if she wears up. So she will be able to trust my judgment. But not every friendship's like that. I would say yes. Then we I ain't agree friends. You probably will, I need right? friends that understand me. But I think there's a <laughs> lot of people out there who that is a good judge of the relationship that you have. If you feel, and I think this goes back to lying because like if we're talking to other folks, right? That now nah, some girl's gonna think you hate and hell about. That's why I said see, we ain't but friends. But that's that's just you, it. Like then that's not a real friend because if you don't friends. know that I'm tell you the truth because I tell you the truth for because I'm a friend of yours, then you don't you don't vibe on the same level as me. Right. So we should not be friends. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Right. Are- but that's something you have to figure out. You have to gauge that in romantic or non-romantic relationships that if you feel the need to lie there's a deeper underlying issue of trust and safety that's not there that's what i'm saying that is true jala just said what you she gonna be like trini what my outfit (laughs) (laughs) what my outfit hello i'm like hell no that shit ugly i ain't gonna wear that shit in your feelings because I expect for someone to be like, that don't look good on you. Uh, Brandy don't don't says, do that to me. Don't have me looking out. That don't look good on you. But however, so, you sorry, always I have saw, the right to remain comment. silent. Jay Banner don't says you always That's have the right it. to Just remain silent. Don't ask me. <laughs> if they, LOL, John, they hate their friends. If they let her go out, they're wearing something. They just want to see you fall in public. And that is right. so true because I think, and I will say, I think women do that more than men. I don't think men lie to men the same way that women lie to women. No, I don't think so. Men men are upfront with each other. Right. And so you know, Kitchen says, the only way I see a man lying to another man is if that man is a narcissist and he don't want to look bad. That's the only way I see it. But men are upfront with each other. Unless if their egos get in the way, I was having a conversation with a friend today about that and their and their male friends, right? And like, yeah, some of them will be haters because the egos get in the way, right? But that's right. But it's not naturally men who do that. It is more women. So so good kitchen yeah. says yeah. little white lies versus character lies. That is interesting. What do you think of that? When you see those two words, white lies versus character lies, how do you define those two, Trini? I'm curious to know. A lie is a lie. Why we got to categorize it? But they're different kinds of lies. You know there is a different kinds of lie. But why do we have to put them against each other? A lie is a lie. Because not all lies have the same impact or purpose or reason. 
Which brings so is, me back is to it, the beginning. Is it against each other or is it that the lies? Well, it's say versus, so kinds. that's against each other. Is it but it goes back to the beginning. Because if that was brought up, are all lies bad? Are there good lies? But so said, all lies are bad. There's no good lie. So white lies versus character lie. White lie we know is small, small little lies that, you know, it's not harmful. It's just a little lie. Like y'all said, I don't want them to be thinking I'm hating. So yeah, that outfit cute. No, it's not. But it's a small white lie versus character lie. Damn, well, if I can lie about something as small as that, how far would I lie? Oh, okay. So Brandy's clarifying. Lying to yourself is a character versus lying to others. That's so, what okay, I just so, explained. I just okay. gave that example. I just okay. gave that example. Yeah. So before we go to what you got going on Sunday, let me read a little bit of this. Okay. Okay. As an alternative, MRI scans are being considered as a tool to examine the main organ responsible formulating a lie in the first place. What organ starts the lie in the first place? Uh, do we know? Can you guess, Maria? Do you know what organ starts I mean, formulating the lie? I mean, if it's a formulation of a lie, it's going to be your brain because your there brain you is go. the one that formulates everything. <laughs> there you go. It's the brain. Typically used for diagnosing neurological disorders and mapping the brain. MRI scans identify brain activity by calculating the changes in blood oxygen levels across brain tissues. When neurons in the region of the brain are activated, blood flows to the region and oxygen level increases, makes a series of scans that depict activity by calculating the changes in blood oxygen levels across brain tissue. I think I read that already. It makes a series of scans that depict those changes in the flow, essentially reading your mind. Mm. The use of the MRI to detect lies assumes that telling a lie requires more brain activity than telling the truth. Your brain has to work hard to pull off the lie. It is believed that we follow six steps when responding to deceitful questions. I'm just gonna name four, but before I name those four, we're gonna read this comment below and we're gonna talk about what Maria has going on. All right, so Kennedy says a lie start when you know you lying, it takes a thought process. Yes, it does. You got to think about it, right? And that and goes that back to Trini, what you said. Create an event. That makes it. It's all connected. That's why we got to better our minds so we stop lying. There you go. We got to interrupt them. To ourselves and others, right? 
right, well, let's check out a little bit of what I got going on this weekend, my new project of Pain to Power. My name is Brown Girl Interrupting, also known as Maria, and soon I am going to be venturing into a new project. So you might know me already as a blogger who writes, um, and now I am going to be moving from sharing my story to sharing the stories of others through interviews. So please stay tuned for the new show coming up on the YouTube channel for Brown Girl Interrupting called Pain to Power, Leading with Love. And it's going to feature different individuals who have taken pain and turned it into power by creating healing opportunities for others. So the first teaser that you have is an interview that was done just uh, last week on January 9th with a social media uh, popular guy named The Meme King For Real. And here's a little teaser of that interview. See you soon on Pain to Power, Leading with Love with brown girl interrupting know that everybody is dying to know your story because you have some amazing things that you've been sharing in terms of relationships and you the power of what i've noticed is that you're able to not only impact the way women respond but men respond to you too and that's just a rare thing i've seen um is, is that um, anybody's content that can affect and really impact both men and women is pretty powerful. Uh, and it says a lot. So I got to ask you, was there a moment or like a moment in your life that ignited this whole desire for you to share your wisdom about relationships? Well, if, if, if you, if you want to, if you want to get like, go back further than Mean King, um, you know, there was there was a period of, of of time in my life where I wasn't I wasn't the best man you know I wasn't the best guy I wasn't I didn't love women properly you know I was pretty much not a good guy and and before Meme King um, back in about I'm gonna say 2010 I decided I had broke a woman's heart I had really hurt someone who really uh, cared about me she really loved me like she she was what what society likes to call what we call ride or die like she was mm. a ride or die woman and um and i didn't treat her right at all um and after after just after really hurting her uh, i woke up one day and and i wasn't happy with myself at all not as a man not as a dad not as as anything and um i made a commitment to myself to to want to do better um, I accepted, I accepted who I was at that time and said, listen, you need change. If you ever want your sons to grow up and choose, um, uh, and be a, a, a man, you have to lead by example. If you ever want your daughter to grow up and choose a suitor, you want, you want to lead by example. You want her to choose a suitor like mm -hmm. you. So in order for these things to happen, you have to be the example. So I started, I started working on myself and it took me, uh, six years, six years of really tearing back the layers six years of of getting ugly <laughs> you know really getting into it yeah. and um and i was finally healthy enough to love a woman um back in like 2015 2015 2016 is when i finally arrived
right. Can't wait so, for this new one. I can't wait for this new one to come up that you got going on. Can you give well, us a little bit of what it's going to be about? I'm I'm really excited for episode three. Episode three this Sunday, February 20th at nine o'clock is going to be with Isaiah Frizzell, who also is known as the creator of the Bird Brain podcast. And he's a filmmaker, he's an actor. And I love that what he does is take mental health and really connect it to how we need to deal with relationships and dynamics and learning about ourselves. So it's it's gonna be interesting. He's a really cool guy. He's a really I'm cool guy. It. And you gotta come join us. Looks like Kennessy's gonna come join us. He's gonna be over here this weekend supporting the show, Brown Girl. Thank you, Kennessy. I appreciate it. And to That's all the rest of the Ranters Network and everyone else who's watching, come join me live on Brown Girl Interrupting. Go subscribe to the channel right now if you haven't done it yet, and hit the notification bell at Sunday at nine o'clock. Sunday at nine. Make sure you be there. Okay, so. Thank you so, Kitchen Brandy. Okay, so I said I was going to name four out of the six steps when responding to deceitful lies or a deceitful or asking a question about a lie. So initially, there must be a perception to the lie. Hmm. What I mean by that? What does that mean? Yeah, tell me more. So, how are you perceiving the information? How is it coming to you? Almost like what you said earlier, the tone change. Mm. Yeah, it's high voice, low voice. It's It might be a little shaky, you know. You know, it might be any of those things, right? Yeah. So, um, that's one. Two, comprehension of the question being asked. The lie? The question mm -hmm. is the lie? Mm-hmm. Mm. This is responding to it. Mm-hmm. So, in order to respond, you got to understand where the lie is what the lie is about because if you're catching if you're detecting a lie mm -hmm. this is how oh so so to detect a lie first this is this is how you, you pay respond. attention to their body and their body language right that was the first thing the second right. thing is you have to take into consideration what's the context of the whole conversation. Right. What are you talking about? And uh, so is that also like, what does this person have to gain from lying to me? Is that part of the thing I should be asking myself if I'm thinking that they might be lying? That is a few questions. Uh, one of the questions you can ask yourself, yes. Um. But as long as you understand the context of that question you're asking, it has to go with the lie. Like, you can't be like, okay, you said you went down the street to the grocery store. Why the sky blue? Did you understand? <laughs> Did you understand where you was going? You you didn't make sense to right. what so you may think. 
or what you may be responding to that lie. You didn't make sense. Please make sense. <laughs> if you're going to detect a lie, make the lie make sense. Mm. Right? Okay, so memory of information pertaining to the question. Meaning, okay, so if you can detect it, then something in your mind had to remind you of something else that don't add up. Mm. You see so, what I'm saying? So Last this, week you said you went to the grocery store <laughs> and bought oranges and apples. But today you just told my mother you went to the grocery store and bought wine. Mm. You see? That's okay. your memory jogging back to all right. that. You well, didn't say that. So, and your memory is your trigger too, right? So you're, you're triggered because you're probably, and this goes back to, I think, listening to our intuition, right? Because we're triggered because we're probably actually thinking about our memory, right? We're putting two and two together. Like, I remember that moment and I remember what happened in that moment. And that part wasn't in that moment when I remember it. But now I see, okay, so this was happening at the same time as this moment I'm remembering, right? That's so now right. I can see... It was a lie. That's right. That's right. The fourth mm. one, judgment, planning, and decision-making come into play. Mm. Why? Because we're paying attention to the rest. Y'all, can you put your uh, comment back up there? We're paying attention to the risk, right? So... While we're going in our memory, this is not adding up, asking the right questions, mm -hmm. perceiving the right thing that we're taking in. We got to be careful with the judgment, planning, and the decision that we allow our mind to make to act mm -hmm. on that might be coming into play. Josh said, I let them lie to me. Probably shouldn't. But I keep track of the proof of their lies and don't fool myself once I know for sure they're lying. Mm. So what mm -hmm. do you do after that? Do you, I guess you take action as necessary, as need to. Um, well, then is it that, do you accept the lie? I was about to say that. So you accept their lying. How does that affect you though? Accepting it. It has to affect you some kind of way. Because you know. You know you ain't lying. They still in your face. and blah, 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 But they're lying. So how does it affect you? So is that um, when when you have a fear of... I think this goes back to schoolboy's comment on uh, fear of rejection. Right? Like that connection to like you accept a lie because you would rather be lied to than accept the truth because the truth hurts more than the lie. Right. The lie is easier. It's our fear of discomfort that makes us accept the lie because the lie is easier. The lie is easier. I try not to let it affect me. I move accordingly, but I pick my battles. That's right. You got to be wise. Pick your battles. Thank sometimes, you. Yep. Sometimes it ain't even worth it. It's just not. And, um, Yep. Jay Bander says, yep, liars are inconsistent. Yes. That's yes, true. But you, 
You know, that's a good point, but I will say this goes back to our self-awareness because I think that, again, if you're not paying attention to all the things of detecting that Trini just pulled up, you're not going to see the inconsistency because you're blinded by something that you want to see. That's right. That is right. Kennedy say, yep, y'all just letting them lie and stay focused on their lies and treat each lie accordingly. I wouldn't straighten it out at the right times. I wait till they think they lie work. Mm. That's a good tactic. As long as you're not driving yourself crazy. And then hit them with them when they happy. Thanks, Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's vicious. Oh, you you right? Like, you you like, like strike when it's hot, down. right? <laughs> you like, ha! Caught you, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, and you, Kennedy. I bet you you got a lot of stories. We need oh, to yeah. hear some of those stories. Oh yeah, Kennedy got some <laughs> stories. All right. So Brandy says, my my children, and I talk about the lies we tell and told. How many lies have you told today? Taking this question to ourselves supports self awareness, accountability, and most important, integrity. I love that, Brandy. Uh, and yes, that's what very a great good to do. And you know what? I love the way that you brought that up as like a way to talk to your children because I think one is accountability, but the other thing is it's almost like it's okay because the fear that children have of being honest and uh, is is that the lie is the comfortable place, right? So if you make it commonplace to talk about the lie, then it's like, I get it. Lying happens. It Lying does. happens, right? It just happens. like, just like However, you let your kids make mistakes, right? But the thing is that you have to hold yourself accountable when you lie, right? And, and it's, it, it's how you being taught in the house. I give you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think you just froze. All right, Kennedy Williams says, all righty, yes. Uh, so it looks like, oh, it looks like Trini froze on us. Hopefully she's coming back in in a second. But Okay, so, I see, I see. Oh, there you okay. are, okay. You Hello, hi, everybody. Okay, so the example I was going to give you, my daughter had an incident. The teacher asked her a question. She told the truth. No lies once forever. But... I don't know if the teacher liked it or not, because she called me. And the first thing she mentioned was, Zari is such great. She's, she's, a, she's an awesome child, this and that, third, blah, blah. And she told me that her mother taught her not to lie. I said, that's right. I told her not to lie. Why are you calling me? Well, somewhat. I don't remember it because it was some years back and she was young. She was about, mm, I think she was in second grade. I teach my kids from young. Don't lie. Don't please other people because that's what you're doing when you're lying. You're pleasing other people. Okay. Just please yourself. That's what you do first. So I said, yes, I told her not to lie. And I, I went with, with me having to say that. Gave me a bad vibe. You tell your kids to lie? Why are you calling me to say that because the situation didn't need for her to call me? She, it was, it's something simple. But the fact that you called me to say, your daughter said, you told her not to lie. Is that a bad thing? It's not. However, no. we'll move on to that, from that. But just 
based off of what Brandy said, yes, I instill in my children that telling the truth is good. You don't have to lie to make others happy, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to go around pretending mm-hmm. everything's fine when it's not. You don't have to lie. Just be honest. When you're honest, you're able to move forward because you have nothing back there to keep looking back there and saying, well, what's back there? You don't, you don't have to do that. Okay? Mm, yeah. Jay so Banda, I lose respect for them and view them as irresponsible or handicapped. Yeah, they have a mental issue going on. I would agree. There is a mental issue. So, yeah. before we go off, before I ask you the last thing, I would like to also let you guys know that I have started another podcast with my husband. And we're talking about some different stuff. Something that's going to fly over your head. It ain't got nothing to do with learning to grow within yourself. Nothing like that. But it's interesting topics we hit. And you might want to check it out. It's called Open Minds. Yeah, yeah. We're opening them. We're interrupting them over here. And we're opening them up over there. Okay? That's what we're doing. So remember, Open Minds. I only got four subscribers because we just started. So come check it out. See if you like it. Come rock with us. In the meantime, I have plans on seeing and being with Maria Sunday, 9 p.m., watching Pain the Power with her special guests. And I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to have you there and to see all of you there, too, in the live chat coming and joining me. And so, Trini, do you have any last thoughts you want to share with us on this idea of lying that we should walk away with? Yes. There's no good lie. There's no bad lie. A lie is a lie. Uphold yourself with truth and move forward. You'll feel better. You won't regret not telling the truth, but you will regret lying. So move in peace, tell the truth, and live in light. Have a great evening, y'all. And remember, Thursday. 9 p.m. Same bat time, same bat channel. Peace and love.